0: And where do you draw the line? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like sure, something as egregious as like murdering someone probably need to bring that up, but like at what level do you like, I feel obligated to tell you. That she is a side talker, and that is a huge problem for me, and it's probably gonna be a problem for you. She
1: snores, don't date that woman. Yeah. She
0: likes to sleep on the left side of the bed, yeah. so Why just need to get is that out than there. The
1: other? I'm just saying. <laughs> um, if you're into loppy bread, PSA,
0: go ahead. <laughs> most women's goods are not the same size. Okay, I just yes. needed to...
1: You're gonna tell this guy, I've- seen David? <laughs> David's done the
0: leg work. The Sorry, the moment. boob work. <laughs> oh, hey. There it is.
1: There we go. Hello, and welcome to So We Dated. The podcast where we interview the people we dated on how we met, the dates, and where it all went wrong. I'm David Gonzalez, and I'm joined by my vivacious co-host, mm. Dame Reagan. Reagan, how are you?
0: Howdy. I like vivacious. I'll is, take that. Is
1: that what I used last time? Is that the, I I, I need to have like an adjective list.
0: You really do. Group, like, Just, you know, I'll give you some notes of okay. what I want to be called.
1: Effervescent, I think is what I said last oh, time. Oh,
0: effervescent. Yeah. Because then vivacious I mentioned- Vivacious is good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, these are all good adjectives. I'll take them. Yes, feisty.
1: Mm-hmm. No. no.
0: Oh, I'm okay. feisty, but yeah. I don't yeah. know if we want to let the audience know. Yeah.
1: So I've, I've, I think I mentioned this last time. This phenomena, and I'm not sure how to deal with it. I'm, I'm kind of curious. We can talk about this for a second. Um, so I went back onto Hinge right. specifically to say, hey, I have a podcast because I'm thinking if you're a person who sees that. This guy's a podcast. You, you're going to listen. You're going to be like, well, what's this, what's this all about?
0: Only if they're interested. If I saw some dude that was yeah. like swipe left, regardless, I'm not listening to this sure. dumb podcast.
1: But if you're on the fence, you might be like, eh, let me listen to this. Oh, 100%. Minutes. You know, or if you're, or if you go on a, a date with this person, you might be like, all right, well, what, what are the reviews? Cause this is what this basically is. This oh. is Reagan and David's reviews.
0: Oh yeah. That's pre-work before yeah. a date. Come on. Are you um, kidding?
1: But I have run into. A couple of people recently who have said, hey, I need to be honest with you. I listened to all of your episodes and I have questions. <laughs> and I I realized that, oh, this is I don't know how I feel about that, because here's the thing. Do as, you
0: feel exposed?
1: I feel exposed. I also feel like it's an it's an imbalance, which I'm kind of OK with. I mean, I did put it out there, so it's not like it's a secret. I mean, no, that's the whole point. But it's like I I also feel like bad because, you know, there is somebody right now, probably some some young lady, some dame, some dame who is getting ready and going out to go on a date with me. And they're listening to this ahead of time. And they are going to be very disappointed when they actually go on a date with me. David, why the low self-esteem? I don't think it's low self-esteem. I'm just saying like, you know, this is this is. This is perfectly curated. We only bring on people who think that I and you, of course, are the world's greatest lovers. And so that is the criteria.
0: That's exactly right. On. That's exactly right. Well, those are the only kind of people that exist in the world that we've dated. Yeah, so, for sure. For also, sure. I would just like to mention that podcast notwithstanding any good researcher Capricorn is going to have done their homework mm. on you. I mean – it's pretty easy to find people nowadays. So, I mean, I, I would say that the podcast sort of opens you up to a bit more exposure, you know, your voice, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't get that generally unless someone, you know, has been interviewed somewhere, but
1: that is a big thing that I've, I've heard from other women who are like, Hey, I liked the podcast because I just really wanted to see what you sound like. And I don't know. Is that, is that for you and other women? Like I want to hear someone's voice.
0: Yeah. So I feel like, isn't it hinge now that has like, you can do a little voice recording thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I appreciate that. And I love hearing people's voices because sometimes I'm like, I would have never guessed they sounded like that, which generally doesn't matter to Mm. me. But, um, but you know, if they have a super, I don't know, vocal fry or something, I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I can handle vocal fry. Yeah. So good thing you don't have that, David.
1: Good thing. But I, I I think, you know, yes, do your due diligence, but maybe listen to two episodes, right? Listen to two episodes and then date us and then (laughs) form your own opinion. Don't, don't go down the rabbit hole. Don't, don't even. Of all the episodes? Of all the episodes. (laughs) Do one or two. But David, we want listenership. I feel
0: like you're being schizophrenic with, schizophrenic with this podcast. I want listenership, but I don't want people, potential dates to listen.
1: Okay. Here's, here's, here's what, here's the final judgment here. Right. Okay. Listen to two episodes and then tell your friends to listen to the other ones and report back to you. Oh
0: no, no, David. That is not a good because friends are then it's gonna become like just the goose is gander. Is that is that an expression where all the geese get around and chat to one another? Is that like, a hen circle? I don't know. Is
1: that sexist? I don't know anymore.
0: I don't even know what I'm We're trying just to too say. Old birds. But no, then you're just gonna have your friends talking about it and dissecting. You want yeah. fewer minds in on the podcast when it comes to deciding whether or not they want to date you or go on a date or whatever. Yeah.
1: I think I, you know what, Reagan, I think he convinced me ladies, gentlemen, listen to all these episodes, <laughs> go on that date with us and buckle up.
0: Yeah. Buckle <laughs> up. I still need to put my, that we have this podcast on my dating profile. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to help me or hurt I don't me. Know.
1: You have all these things about, Oh, I'm in, I'm into like plants and everything else. No one cares. It's like, <laughs> Let's see that booty. <laughs> anyway, speaking of booties, I'm huh? very <laughs> excited because huh? we got kind of a different show today. Uh, it's someone that, uh, neither one of us has actually dated. No. Officially anyway. Uh, college doesn't count. That's just a <laughs> different time. Um, yeah. So we're, we're joined by, uh, a, a friend. Can we, we're friends, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I hope so. We're
0: all friends. Yeah.
1: I think so. And I would I say that we've so. dated. Platonic. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Platonic
0: dating, platonic friends. Yeah. Dates.
1: So you're, you're hearing the sexy voice of our good friend, Michael. Michael, how are you? I'm doing very well. Yeah, thank you for having me. I uh I messed up, and I I think I I called you Mike at one point. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why don't, either. I was like, that I've was never a done slip. that before. We don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but
0: Michael, you corrected him, which I appreciate. Because when people say my name wrong, sometimes I don't correct
1: them. How are they saying your name wrong?
0: I mean, people say Regan, oh, regain, yeah. like uh, regain. the whole yeah, <laughs> the whole gamut. I'm like, uh we had a president with my name. What, what? Why can't we get this right? Like,
1: what kind of parenting book has the name Regain for like? <laughs> Go see your brother's stamina. <laughs> anyway,
0: let's remind listeners how this all went down. Okay, so recap. previously, yeah, previously on, so we dated. Yeah, Um, although none of us here today have actually dated. Michael ha- was dating this person.
1: Mm-hmm. We can call her Anne.
0: Okay, Michael's yes. dating Anne. Anne and Michael stopped dating. Yes, and then. Anne, how did you meet Anne again? Was it on an app? I
2: think
1: it was on an app. No, I was at a birthday party for Michael. I showed up. Oh, that's know, right. I was going to throw that out there. And it was at, uh, it was at the handlebar, a great, great, uh, restaurant uh, or bar in the, the Grove area in St. Louis. And, uh, I just remember like talking to Anne and I think afterwards I said to you, Michael, like, Oh yeah, she seems pretty cool. And you were like, oh yeah, I could, you know, make the introduction if you'd like. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? And then I think within the next couple of days, she had responded to me or reached out to me and just been like, Hey, blah, 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 blah. So.
0: And you did not know that Michael had dated her at this point. No. Correct. No, no, okay.
1: No, no, no. Uh, and I, I think like, uh, I think it would have been maybe appropriate to say something, but I don't know what
2: would I have said? What what uh, information would I have? Could, would you imagine that might've been useful?
1: I'm going to, I'm going to make a ring and help me out here. I'm going to make a proclamation and we can debate this because oh, I, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm not sure let's if debate. I'm right. I think that if you have had, uh,
0: your P and a V.
1: Yeah. Or, or any kind of configuration. Cause sure, let's, let's, right. you know, let's be mm-hmm. inclusive. You, yes. If you've had any sexual relations with someone, you okay. could be like, hey this person's really great by the way we had sex but anyway they really like to bike and you know <laughs> yes but why um,
0: oh probing questions yeah. great question let's put David why on the spot that, why yeah. does that
1: seem important I don't know I think I think because that entails if I say oh Reagan and I went out for coffee once then it's just meaningless right like as a date or it wasn't but if we had if there was a physical intimacy then I think that 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 um signifies that perhaps there's a little bit more close closeness. And then that allows me to ask probing questions like, well, how long ago was that? And
0: how good was she?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Help a brother out, right? I think we've come to it there. I think we've come to the point. I think,
0: yeah. I think thank you for that leading question that no, led no, us no, here. No.
1: But but here's the thing. Often sometimes when there is that intimacy. There are also feelings. And if there are feelings, then I think those do need to be addressed because if, if there is still some lingering things going on, you don't want to wait into that situation. Is that? I fair?
2: think that's my responsibility though,
1: right? If, if I have,
2: if I had feelings, I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest it in the first place.
0: That's where my head went. And I'd
2: presume that it, well, I thought you were on his side. She's on no one's side.
0: I'm, I'm just, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm on no one's side. All
2: right. Well, and, and I think
1: Ann would be the same, would say the
2: same thing.
0: I also could be swayed either way. So I'm trying to decide where I land.
1: I think sometimes that people overcompensate and say, hey, you should date this person has a way to push along mm-hmm. the process of closing things off. I don't, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not
2: good at reading between the lines. I'm not good at inferring, mm-hmm. inferring things from people that are not said explicitly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, and that's a, that's maybe a strength and a liability, right? Cause I think I miss things. Mm. So I, I, Mm. I take your point.
1: Well, okay. So let me ask you this and let me phrase this the other way. Let me just take the, the sex entirely out of it. This is a person that you did care about a lot though. Right. Yeah. So I think that is definitely relevant.
0: I love how you're both looking at me. I was just <laughs> going <try> to chime <laughs> um, in. For the listeners out there, I have all eyes on me right now. Yeah. I'm not sure why. However, I think that I would also want to know, like, oh, what was the nature of your relationship? Like, mm. that would be the piece yeah. that I would want to know. But to, like, Michael's question, like, why? To what end? Like, what what do you need from that information? Mm-hmm. And... I'm but I am the type of person that likes to categorize people and put them in boxes. So I would be like, okay, these two dated. It also gives you insight on the type of people that they like that she likes and then I'm like, oh, do I and then, you know, I go Doesn't down. Though? Well, then I go down like a comparison spiral. I'm like, okay, well, they're far less attractive than me, so maybe I shouldn't be dating this person. I'm I kidding. feel
2: like it sets up a lot of a lot of potential assumptions that are that are maybe even more problematic than than the actual situation it's hard to summarize right it's hard to summarize a relationship you've had with somebody and put it into a box and you kind of have to if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna throw that out there yeah then it would be hard for me to imagine how to put it in a way that would convey i think what i would think would be important mm-hmm. for you to know about it
1: i think it's a fair point point. and reagan if you recall when we had beth on um interesting story Beth had reached out to Ann and said hey do you know this guy and Ann was like oh yeah he seems pretty cool mm-hmm. uh, without saying like hey you know we hooked up and I think Beth had said kind of what you said Michael in the sense of um, what do you you know what do you say? Because whatever you say could color something and it's like, no, this is, this was my relationship with this person. Your relationship is going to be completely different with them. And so having me say it, 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 I don't want to color it either way.
0: Michael, I'm gathering that you would not care to have this information disclosed.
2: Which information?
0: That if, that David might have dated someone that you're interested in. You just don't care. Irrelevant.
2: That David might have dated someone that I'm interested in.
0: Yeah. Like if the situations were reversed.
2: Mm, oh.
1: I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Would I care?
0: Like if, would you want to know? Would you would want, him want him to, to, to disclose it?
1: it? Like if you met a young lady and I was like, oh yeah, I know her. and then, Yeah, I know her. And then like a week later, you're like, oh yeah, we were married 10 years. You, you
2: know. No, I don't think I want to know.
0: What? Really? Yeah. <sighs>
1: Michael. We're both
2: in shock.
0: I know. <laughs> Wait, why wouldn't you want to know? Let's dive in. Um,
2: I, I think it, I think it's my responsibility to form my own opinion of a human being. Yeah, sure. And and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to contextualize someone else's opinion and do it justice, I think. Sure. Um,
0: but let's take friendship out of it.
2: I guess I'm going to interrupt. Oh yeah, I go ahead. Maybe it might be interesting though to ask the question. Why are you recommending this person or why do you think I should know? Might person? it work out
1: with you guys? That's a good question. That's right? a good, that's
0: a question I would ask. But yeah, to your point, Michael, I would definitely ask that question. Like, oh, like what, what makes you say that? I think that's a great follow up question.
1: And,
2: and, oh, and maybe with my circumstance, I mean, When, when Ann and I stopped seeing each other romantically, we were still friends. We were still friends. Um, I knew and Ann knew that it wasn't because, you know, we were, we had a problem with each other. It wasn't really, it was more circumstantial Mm -hmm. and other things in our lives were kind of driving, driving that decision. But, um but it it wasn't there wasn't anything that in in my the back of my head that suggested to me that you know oh well, there's really something you should know right it may not matter to you, but there's really something important you should know because unlike maybe some other situations that you might assume you knew somebody had been together and then they weren't, that didn't really apply to, yeah to us at the time
1: so i I think you know I think what Megan and I are maybe saying a little bit, which i is not the case, but if it was like oh, I stopped dating this person because they have a drinking problem or because they cheat. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you have to say that to someone before you introduce them. Yeah. Or don't introduce them. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the, that's the, yeah.
0: But then where do you draw the line? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, sure. Something as egregious as like murdering someone probably need to bring that up. But like, at what level do you like? I feel obligated to tell you. Yeah that she is a side talker and that is a huge problem for me and it's probably going to be a problem for you.
1: She snores. Don't date that woman. Yeah.
0: She likes to sleep on the left side of the bed. Yeah. So just Why need to get that larger out than there. The
1: other? I'm just saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're into loppy
0: breasts. PSA, <laughs> most women's boobs are not the same size. Okay, I just yes. needed to...
1: You going to tell this guy i uh, David my David's done
0: the leg work <laughs> the sorry, the moment. boob work <laughs> oh hey, there it is,
1: there we go, you know, Reagan, I don't know if we've ever talked about this explicitly, but I'm curious you know you were married. Did you ever think about having the conversation with your ex of hey, maybe we can open this marriage up a little bit?
0: I certainly did, and um I couldn't even get the words the half of the sentence out before it was completely shut down. And, mm. and, you know, which really just showed me where he was at. Um, but yeah, I explored it because I was in love with two people at once at the same time in my life. And yeah.
1: I, I do wonder, I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those things where you both have to be on the same page, right? Cause if it's, if one person 100%. wants it and the other person doesn't, it's cheating. So like, Did you find there was just, I guess, to your point, just fortuitous that you're both like, oh, we should, we have time to really deconstruct and look at the, the relationship.
2: It, it, neither one of us took it as a given. I think in, in our case, you know, it, it was my, my partner, my wife brought it up first because not because, I think it was something that had been doing for a long time, but just because something came up in her life that made her think, think hard about this Mm -hmm. and, um, and, you know, feel a certain way that was new. And, and we wanted to talk about whether that was something that needed to be further explored or whether we needed to, you know, agree to something different and, and cut that avenue of exploration off and, We were both, I mean, it it was not a, it was not a a short decision. It took a lot of talking and thinking. We were very closely kind of connected and discussed kind of all the ins and outs and, um, decided that it made sense. It made sense to try. I think is the most we could say.
1: Yeah. Now, Reagan, do you get any pushback from people who, when you explained Chris, Chris, in your life that people are <laughs> like, like
0: Chris, Christopher, Christian, Mister C,
1: yeah, or someone like ah, oh, you heathen, you are going to hell. I mean, besides the regular people, but yeah, you know.
0: right. Besides most of the world, Um, <laughs> did I get pushback or no? I mean, yes and no. I think for me, it was different because when I first started dating Chris, I was coming out of a divorce and like my life was just chaotic anyway. And people are like, Reagan, you don't even know what you want. You haven't even Mm -hmm. like taken the time to grieve your marriage yet. And really, honestly, what does that even look like? Someone else's standard. You have to take six years to grieve your marriage. But, um, yeah, so my family had some like thoughts on it and, but a lot of that had to do with the fact that he was married and that my mom's like, he's married. You can't be his girlfriend. Like, nope, that just can't exist in the mm-hmm. world. So she wanted to hear nothing about it. But, um, I think I surround myself with a lot of really progressive, open-minded people. So it wasn't, it wasn't really, I was just like, Oh, you're doing a thing now. Like, cool. Chris seems nice. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're doing a thing now. Chris seems nice. You have the worst <laughs> friends ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> David, you're one of those friends.
1: I stand by
2: my comments. <laughs> so haven't you found that even even progressive people can sometimes be judgy, right, about your version?
0: Oh, Progressive people
2: are the most judgy. Oh, really? <laughs> what are you talking about? They're like, you know, really kind of gatekeeper about, you know, what it is to be poly. Well, that's mm. not poly. Just, um, oh,
0: my own therapist. They were like, that's not poly. And I was like, how do you define it?
2: Yeah. What constitutes ethical non-monogamy? You know, right. Yeah. Who decides?
0: Well, I think that's a great point and question to add. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it looks so different for everyone. And like, what might work for you and your relationship might not work for me and my relationship. And where do you draw about I mean, there's just so many different things of consideration when you talk about poly and when you have conversation with people. And I get a lot, I got a lot of people asking like, how's that work? Like most Mm -hmm. people automatically think everyone's sleeping together. Like, oh, it's just one big orgy Mm -hmm. all the time. I'm like, no, that is not accurate. Um, yeah, I think most people are more curious because it's not the norm. I mean, it's becoming a lot more common, of Mm -hmm. course, but it's not the norm. So people just have questions and I think they're, leading with curiosity, but also to your point with a lens of judgment, because I think that has to do with a lot of what they're working with and what they find acceptable or what they judge about themselves and how it would look for them. And then they, of course, project that onto other people.
2: Um, Yeah. I'm not one to talk about it online. I don't have a lot of meaningful conversations online. Mm-hmm. But I find that- and Nobody it, does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you should. And nobody should. God, that debate on flat earth on But Facebook it, it, was very productive. <laughs> but absolutely. And it seems like that though, though people who do, uh, especially, you know, who have things in a semi-public forum, that, that it, that's when it draws out the, the judgment. Mm. That when I talk to people in real life about it, there doesn't seem to be that problem.
0: When you that, can engage in dialogue. Yeah. 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 I
2: mean, look, each other in the eye and they know me or something about me and you know then they have context for what i'm talking about and they may you know it it may bother them but it is not something that i get a lot of, of negative feedback on um but when i read about it and i see other people divulging things um you know about how they're doing whatever it is they're doing then a lot of people seem awfully free in the comments to oh yeah respond with like you know that's not that's not right. That's not how you do that. Mm-hmm. Right. That's not acceptable. And I wouldn't tolerate that. It's like, yeah, it, it's hard and everybody's making their own choices here.
1: Well, Reagan, it's interesting because I, I think you've said this a couple of times and I'm just like, come on, Reagan. Um, yes, to the, to, you're, you're ultimately right. Like, giving advice to anybody. Is, you heard
0: that folks? I'm
1: right. The, Ultimately,
0: the, right, there's a the, qualifier. From the, the
1: 5,000 foot level, you are right that, you know, my advice to you on doing something is not necessarily what's going to work for you. But I think in life, there are guidelines, right? Like, you, you shouldn't have um, three bottles of wine every day, right? Like, that's going to affect us differently, but by and large, statistically, that's not good. And And so I think, kind of bring this back to Michael's point. I do think that because people have the ability to create their own rules or do their own thing, that there is uh, more miscommunication and more hurt that there isn't like, it's sort of cultural relativism in the sense that like, well, who are you to tell? I can do whatever I want. And it's like, yeah, but you're kind of being a dick. Yes. yes. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, so, so, so there should be like what this really means. Like, you know, I liken it to when we went to New York and you talked about your, your, your plant experience, there were some people there who were there for the quote unquote wrong reasons or who were, you know, not positive with the experience. And I think that's, that could happen with this community.
0: Do oh, you know I'm saying hundred percent. I think there are absolutely people that hide behind the word poly when really they just want to go sleep around. Like I think, Again, there's so many flavors of this and people are doing it ethically and people are doing it unethically and calling it ethical, ethical, non-monogamy. And yeah, I don't know. I, I would just like to put this full disclosure out there that like, I do not have this figured out. And like to Michael's point, when, um, you know, once you get to have a conversation with people that are curious about it and how it works and how you got into it, that's when, you know, you can engage, like I've kind of fell into this. Like I literally fell in love with someone who was getting married in two weeks and it made me like question everything. And so, yeah, it was just a moment in my life where I was looking at it from my perspective. What can I take? What can I not take? And it's been real hard. Hmm. It's not like it's easy.
1: Well, I think, you know, as we come to a close here, I was, I'm thinking, okay, so if you're a person who's like, yeah, maybe, maybe I, maybe I could do this Maybe, my, maybe me and my partner can, can do this. What do you think some of the best practices are of actually making this work? Or conversely, what are some things that, you know, as you both explore this world, you're just like, ah, don't do this. <laughs> this is not what you should be doing if you, if you want to be in a poly relationship.
2: I think if, if you're doing it from starting from a monogamous relationship, a lo- let's say longer term monogamous sure. relationship, I, I would tell someone not to assume that what you're talking about is what your partner's talking mm-hmm. about or that you could even really know that for sure until you really try it because probably almost certainly you're not talking about the same thing. Almost certainly your boundaries with each other are not going to quite match up and far better to talk about them. Even if the conversations are awkward and start to get that, that impression in your head than to just dive in and assume that, you know, well, if it's okay for me, it's okay for you. And that's going to be fine. And, you know, you'll be happy because I'm happy. And mm, it's a lot more complicated than that. Everybody brings something different to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I mean, this seems to be a theme with me right now is just really being honest with yourself and not like, and I'm not saying this applies to me necessarily, but knowing truly how to listen to yourself and listen to your body when you're making decisions. Because I think sometimes we want to lean a certain way when our body and everything in us is telling us no, but we're like, but I want this. And so we lean into it. And then when you get so far down the road, you're like, oh no, that was, now I'm miserable. Um So I think just being really, really honest with yourself and what you want. And if something feels uncomfortable, diving deep into that, just being able to have those conversations with yourself, I think is really key because if you don't know yourself, you're not going to be, be able to show up in a relationship yeah. in a way that you need to um, work in progress over here on that.
2: Yes. And yeah. be willing to see that if you're the asshole. Then. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I didn't think I was an asshole and it turns out I'm, very capable of. You could have asked me. <laughs> jerky behavior. Well, you, you know, you know, I can be insensitive. You know, no, 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 no. Jerk, but-
1: I, I do know that, but I also but recognize I your good, that. your good, your good qualities too. It's, it's, it's the smartest
0: I just would like to say, I feel like I have no business even talking about this because I feel like I'm failing at it left, right and center. And I've, it's been a lot of failures. And so if anyone who knows me out there, they'd be like, Ryan doesn't have this figured out. I am telling you, I do not have it figured out. <laughs>
2: i went Wait, to a poly discussion group one time my wife and i both did <laughs> uh-huh oh I mean, it sounds terrible yeah,
1: yeah, we're real life in person in you, d- you turn poly uncool it's like we're on a chat no <laughs>
0: you know, i think know, it's great
1: i'm joking you're talking about yeah, it makes yeah. it, <laughs> it uncool yeah but <laughs> you're the face of poly uh, <laughs>
0: don't worry you're in I a room with me it's all elevated 60s. it's, it's,
1: it's been a long time man. anyway on this chat
2: but they—they they, it, it was—it was a few hours of conversation about really hard things, and mostly my wife and I were listening, and and we asked a question, you know, about jealousy. Is like, does there, anybody here, you know, struggle with jealousy? And the entire room was just like, oh, oh, of course, like yes, d- just yeah, nothing but heads nodding. Mm. So obvious and so typical and so hard that no one even bother to mention that, that, mm. that for them was, it was not in the rearview mirror. It was just ever present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Constant, and constant. And
0: I stress. will, just because we brought up the word jealousy, which is the biggest thing that most people focus on when you're talking about poly, mm-hmm. like, Oh, don't you get jealous? Yeah, of course. But Absolutely. I get jealous in my platonic really, you know, like there's a lot of different ways you can feel jealousy, not just in your romantic relationship. So it's definitely something that you work with even if you're not consciously thinking about it in the same way because it's not a romantic relationship but yeah um it's
1: real yeah. it's real man well, Michael, we appreciate you being on the show, even though you did not have the decency to date either one of us. I'm going to just throw that out there, but not yet. Uh, and thank you for listening to So We Dated, recorded at the Mind's Eye Studio in Belleville, Illinois, and music provided by Superfund Yaya Rocket Ship. And we will see you next time.
0: Glad you got to hear us.